Get ready for a journey into the heart of Bridgeport politics with In Absentia, a new podcast from Connecticut Public's investigative team, The Accountability Project. Learn about the city's past and present political dysfunction and the systems that enable it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. Funding provided by Joe Zimmel and Valerie Friedman. StoryCorps CT features interviews gathered by the StoryCorps Mobile Tour in Connecticut. This conversation is between two sisters in West Hartford, whose grandmother was born on her tribe's reservation in British Columbia, Canada. She was, at the age of five, kidnapped from her home and forced to live in an Indian residential school. Yeah. One of the Catholic ones. Yeah. These schools were, in the U.S., they were in existence for 150 years, and in Canada for 100 years. What's known about the schools, and what she knew then, is that children would die there, and they found over 182 bodies in the backyard of her school. It was like one of the first 10 schools found. I think after the school trauma for Grandma, I think when she returned to her family, she had a lot of disconnect with reconnecting with her tribe. She lost her language. She talks about how she lost her native tongue. Um, She's also, she was left-handed. So she was severely beaten in the school. Her hand is crushed. Not only did she lose her native tongue, she was so traumatized coming out of the school, she barely spoke. And my mom would talk about when she was growing up, she didn't have a very good experience with my grandma. She was not that emotionally attached to her children at that time. And I don't know that she could have been, honestly, coming out of a situation like that. But if we then we talk about what happens when you have a grandparent like this who was institutionally traumatized, what happens to the family? It's just crazy. And it created this poverty in our family Mm -hmm. because she couldn't support, she wasn't She's smart. She's super smart, but she wasn't educated. She wasn't formally. Yeah, she didn't have a high school diploma. She couldn't get sort of a well-paying job. So then it kind of created a trail of mental illness because Mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, their PTSD from being in a residential home for Native Americans. Mm -hmm. And then it passed on to our mother from her inability to connect to her mother and her parents. And so she developed some trauma of her own. Mm-hmm. She, she had trouble connecting with us. Yeah, she had trouble connecting with her own children. What we're talking about is like, we know she wasn't there for mom, but we should say like, grandma's a loving person. She's very loving now. She loves to hear about our lives. She loves to stay included. Yeah. yeah. She's like probably the most savvy old woman on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's like got a down to deep. <laughs> well, you know, it's she likes Facebook because she has arthritis in her hand. And so she can talk into it. Oh, is that she what doesn't it have to type? She's actually talking to us. But so she's a very loving person. She, it was just locked up. Yeah. It was very locked up. And mom got no access to that at all. No. I feel very close to her and I I went out of my way to go visit her many 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 times to hear her stories and write them down and get the pictures and I I think she's happy right now you know she's connected to her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren but she lost so much of her life as I've gotten older and I've learned more I've had a lot more empathy for our parents 
and then their parents. And then that made me kind of look into the emotional genealogy of our family. Mm-hmm. And then all of this came together of like, what else were we expecting? Right. Like, right. <laughs> that's not our fault. We're lucky. It's taken us two generations to somewhat bounce back, but not all of us have made it. There's tons of substance abuse in right. our family. Substance abuse illness and PTSD PTSD oh my god everybody has PTSD yeah but I mean I think you've become like kind of a champion for all of us how to deal with it it's been very important to me to end the cycle with us Mm -hmm. that um if we're aware of it and we have the knowledge of it um that we can work on ourselves and take the responsibility to not pass it down anymore because yeah. just within how many generations? Three? It's done a lot of damage. I don't have any children of myself mm-hmm. yet. <laughs> um, but all of you have children. Mm-hmm. And I'm in love with every one of my nieces and nephews, and I would never want them to experience any part of our childhood. Recorded in West Hartford, Connecticut, this piece was produced locally by Connecticut Public Radio. See and hear more stories at ctpublic.org slash StoryCorpsCT. The StoryCorps mobile tour is made possible by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. StoryCorps CT is supported locally by Connecticut Humanities with funding from Connecticut's Department of Economic and Community Development, the Office of the Arts, and the State Legislature.